WV1 continues here at Compton, the training ground for Wolves, and we are honored to be speaking with Wayne Lombard, the head of grounds for Wolves. He's been with the club for 18 years, and I'm very curious in the role of head of grounds, what in the modern sense this really does mean here with Wolves. My ultimate responsibility is to manage the grounds. That's all the pitches, all the grounds off the pitches, um, including the stadium at Molyneux, and making sure that when the the players come to use the pitches, they are at a world-class standard that they expect. So when you kind of look at how a season unfolds, are there certain things that have to take place on that calendar to make sure that the grounds are pristine? Well, how good the pitch is in the winter is the ultimate thing that you're trying to achieve. And everything that we do starts at renovation times, which is the end of May, beginning of June. So at the end of the season, we have a two-week commercial break, if you like, for games on there. And then we take over, renew the pitch, and then we have roughly eight to nine weeks to create a playing surface for the first team. And normally then we go into seasons, spring, summer, winter and autumn, and we're always trying to think two or three months ahead to prepare the pitch and the playing surface for obviously what's to come. I'll ask you more about the turf at Molyneux, but here at Compton Park, it's evolved over the years. The training grounds have become really special and talked about all around the world, honestly, because of what was once a schoolyard ground. And I you know, had heard stories that players would go over to the tennis club for like the locker room facilities. But this has really been built into something world class and it's immense. And there's a lot to be doing here. What goes on here? Well, we obviously have all age groups from the under eights to the men's first team and the women's first team, as well as two schools as well to manage. So that's quite um, an intense programme to manage. And we have to get all the pitches ready by 10.30 in the morning, up to the standard that's required by all teams. And that obviously after they've trained then for an hour and a half to two hours, we then have to think about the following morning and what needs to be done in the afternoon to get the surface to what they require each day. So help me also understand, how does a person get into this line of work? What was your journey to the club? And when you see young people who are interested in this kind of work, what would you suggest to them that they specialize in to be able to do this at the high level that you do it at? I started 37 years ago now. Um, when I left school, I wanted to do something with plants. Um, so it was my mum at the time that sorted me out with what was called a youth training scheme on the local authority. So I did my city and girls and my apprenticeship for four years that took me uh, to the local authority. And back, back in the 80s when I did it, it was, uh, you know, at the very high level. Um, I then um, won National Cricket Grounds of the Year back in 2003 and Football Grounds of the Year 2004. And then in 2005, I was lucky enough to come for an interview at Molyneux for a groundsman's position. Um, and as they say, 18 years later, the rest is history. 
The job also entails not just what you're doing here at Compton and also at Molyneux, but uh, the Telford and Kidderminster and the area where under 21s play, the women's team plays. And, and you know, you have a crew these days. But what what has evolved in the sense of what it is to be head of grounds in what you once used to have to do almost solo to now what you can do with the team that works under you? Well, we at Molyneux and Compton have a team of 12. Um, so my role now is to oversee, to manage, to technically advise, um, to buy machinery, to buy um, consumable goods, and to oversee a team of 12 to make sure everything comes together when it needs to. And that includes the team at Telford and the team at Kidderminster Harriers running their budget and making sure that come kick-off, everything is as good as it can be. So you talk about the machinery and technology probably has advanced quite a bit in the past 20 years with regard to this. And and I, I noted when uh, Yanni Macaroonis and I were uh, joining the folks with uh, Football Co. as we were working on the L.A. Wolves film that uh, we're doing to tell the story of the 1967 Wolverhampton squad that went to the United States and played as Los Angeles. We were right next door to the L.A. Coliseum where L.A. Wolves played in 67 to the new stadium that LAFC in Major League Soccer plays in and after the match I was looking at this and I was like seeing like lights that were over a certain part of the the pitch and you're thinking this is Los Angeles I mean we're out in the sun why do we need lights and this sort of thing to immediately after a match prepare the turf for future events but I've, I've seen similar things at Molyneux and, and, and just help us understand like how the technology has advanced, why this kind of machinery is put into place and what it helps you do. It's quite simple, really. We can do everything that is needed to manage and perfect the pitch, except in the cooler and the darker months of the autumn and the winter. What we can't provide is light and heat. So what the lighting rigs do provide is obviously the light to photosynthesize to make the grass recover and grow. And then the warmth from the lights obviously simulate the warmth. So the grass plants only react to the environment around it. So if you provide the food and the water and the light and the heat, then it thinks it's the summer. And that's why we can keep the pitches as good as they are today. You know, in the United States, there's a renowned American football groundskeeper. Uh, his name is George Toma, and he would come in in big events for the NFL, a championship game, this sort of thing, if the field was not going to be up to snuff, and come in and play doctor, essentially. Uh, is that some of the work, too? Are there sometimes cases where it's just like, it's I'm not to call it an emergency, but something where something has to be fixed and fixed quickly and done because of weather conditions? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the biggest thing that we have got no control over is the weather. So I've got a British Weather Service forecaster who's on the end of the phone to me. We plan a week or two weeks in advance leading up to games. Um, we make sure that the worst case scenario is covered and obviously hope for the best case scenario. And it's the same with the maintenance of the pitch. I'm always thinking two or three months ahead and want the pitch to be at its optimum for a game or indeed for that month of December or January. So come the game day itself, we've already prepared weeks ahead to for the plant and the pitch to be at its best to give the ultimate performance for the team. 
we love this WV1 series and our ability to not just tell the stories of the folks that make the club so great, but to learn things as well. And this is something I've always been curious about, and it's something I'll liken to baseball in the United States. The groundskeepers can in some cases, maybe make the pitching mound a little less tall or more tall, given what the pitcher himself requires based on his own physicality for that given matchup and that given day. Where does home turf advantage come into play? And I'm not asking something specific about Molyneux and what Wolves do, but just how do you know any head of grounds at any Premier League club deal with wanting to keep home turf advantage and maybe having the pitch be something that befits the club that's the home team? Unfortunately, or fortunately, in this day and age, the Premier League give us very strict guidelines of maximums and minimums of length width of the pitch the height of cut watering etc so where back in the day should we say you could home advantage the pitch at, at the moment it's very much um uniform across the the whole of the league the length of the pitch the width of the pitch the water that you put on the height of the cut is very very similar um, and obviously if we water the pitch, what gets done to one half gets done to the other half. So it's very much a level playing field for both teams. Do you guys keep track of how much light or how much water goes into this sort of thing in an annual basis? Are, are, are there numbers that would astound us or is it just something that's in line with, no, that's what weather helps us do? it's everything that we have is like a tool management and it's just finding that one piece of the jigsaw that makes it all come together and all technology like the lighting rigs the undersoil heating the water just complements what nature gives to us so we're not replacing nature it's just that if we're short on water or obviously it's freezing then we've got the technology to add to that to keep the grass plants and the pitch going at its best throughout the worst of the winters have there been times where you've turned something around or made the pitch so perfect that you felt like you were helping the club in a victorious sense and your team has been sort of behind the scenes helping set something up so that the manager had true success with the players on that given Saturday or Sunday? We we take a lot of pride in everything that we do and we try to produce the, the very best so if it means that we're helping towards that one percent and it makes a difference then that's great uh, obviously you know we're up there in my opinion with the best pitches in the country and hopefully that helps the players to perform to the best of their ability um we obviously can only do so much um i know what the management wants i know how good they want the pitch i know what my expectations are and between us each and every time when the players run out, it's it's the best that we can produce. We are with Wayne Lombard, the head of grounds for Wolves and one of the very unique and fun opportunities for folks after the final home match has been played at Molyneux is the chance to play on the turf themselves. We welcomed a group of visitors from international supporters clubs who came from North America and really places all over Europe and around the world to come play immediately after the match that was uh, Wolves Everton in the home finale and then all throughout the week you're seeing folks coming in and playing on the turf this is a really unique opportunity for folks to sense what the turf 
is and it's it's special do you take some pride in knowing that it kind of extends beyond just the players on the field and and really what is this opportunity for folks it's fantastic really because after the final whistle on the final home game of the season we have two weeks of corporate games that people uh, pay and play on the pitch and when you see their faces when they're lining up in the tunnel and they're running out to play on their hallowed turf sometimes it is a one-off unique experience that they will live with the memories for the rest of their lives and everybody is absolutely ecstatic to get to play on there regardless of what level you know everybody's inclusive everybody plays on there and it's great for those two weeks for them to showcase their support for the club and to play on the hallowed turf and it takes place in a time period before things are reinvented for the next season. What will the process be for you and your team at Molyneux, for instance, after these events are taking place where folks have played on the turf after the final home match? You almost like reinvent the turf, as I understand it. As you can imagine, after playing games from nine o'clock in the morning till nine in the evening, there's not much left of the pitch after two weeks. So we have to do what's called a renovation of the surface. So it's basically taking off the top 15 millimetres of the whole surface back to fresh soil and then reseeding, re-fertilising, putting 15 mil of new material back on. And then we have a blank canvas to try and produce the masterpiece for the new season. For you personally... What do you love about this role and what you're able to give, not just the organization, but fans around the world? It's the job satisfaction of it for, for me more than anything. And there's nothing better than being in the middle of the pitch with 31,000 fans coming out screaming. And, you, you know, and you genuinely do, do get goosebumps on the back of your neck. And for me, that job satisfaction and looking around thinking we've played our part and, and it looks good today. Then that's everything to me and the lads. You know, and that's all what you could wish for. Wayne, it's wonderful. Thank you so much for taking time to tell your story and how it all works as the head of grounds for Wolves. This is WV1.